Welcome to the PCA Alumni Life Talk podcast, where we talk about life while encouraging and equipping you to live out the truth of God's Word. My name is Megan Rogers, and I'm the Director of Alumni Relations at Prestonwood Christian Academy. I'm hosting Life Talk with my friend and colleague at PCA, Dan Panetti. All right, welcome back to another Life Talk podcast where, you know, lions are leaving legacies on this podcast. Amen, again. they are. And we're hearing some incredible stories. Yep. And getting to connect with many alumni, which we have an incredible alum here today. So I'm excited to introduce to our to our audience Audrey Soul, 2015. Welcome back to hello, PCA. Hello. Try the last name. Try it. Oh, <laughs> Loyola. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, perfect. That took some time, there but it was is. great. It's a tongue twister. When it's on pressure, you know, maybe that you, you know, perform. Helps. You perform. You, you do. You right, when up. The, when the lights are on and it's game time, <laughs> Megan steps in and boom, bam, you it's it. a home run. You killed I love it. it, Audrey. When was the last time you were on campus? Okay, I was the last time I was here. I came to see Little Women with Madison Gurley, who graduated, I think, two years before I did. Yes, but it was incredible. It was so crazy being back. This place has changed exponentially. It has. It's amazing. Yes. Amazing. We with all the things and all you need to. You know, we got to take you on a tour. I do. I do here. need a tour. There I was. I was hoping I'd get a tour, like a free tour, thrown in with the podcast. Hey, but you, you got, do. Hey, you got some free merch. I did too. get some merch. Yes. I did get some merch. So yeah. That's good. We have official live talk merch. So. Oh my you goodness. Know? Like we're, we we're like something now. We're something. This podcast is like. I mean, we have Audrey here. That is something. Yeah, I this mean, might be one of the. I didn't want to say 10, it, but yeah, top ten alumni podcast in the country. Wow, it is. Well done, oh, wow. Dan. If you know this the is big. <laughs> Audrey, we're so glad you're here. Give us, um, speed us up to date. What's happening in your life? What are you doing? What's your family up to? Start from when you graduated in 2015. Oh my gosh! Yeah, all the way back to 2015. Yes, all the way. So I graduated in 2015 and I went to. Baylor University. Loved it there. Was there for all four years. Good old Waco, Texas. And have you been there recently, by the way? I when was oh, last time I went? We were just down there last week. Oh, it's like really? Yeah, the silos. Okay. It has it. changed a lot. I, I oh, feel yeah. like every time I leave a place, they just really make it a lot better. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, but I mean Prestonwood looks like a college campus now. Baylor has more than just a Chick-fil-A across the street. Amazing. Yes. There's a lot going on okay. there. Back. Back to Waco. Back, four back years. to Waco. Yes. Uh, four years in Waco. After graduation, I got the itch to up and move. Um, I, you know, I was born and raised here in Plano. This is all I've ever known. So I decided to pack my things and move to Washington, D.C. That's right. Nice. And I worked up on Capitol Hill for about a year and a half. I worked in the Senate um, doing press and communications. Absolutely loved it. That experience was bar none. The most incredible thing I've ever done. I grew so much there. Um, but unfortunately, COVID hit and things got complicated. Yeah. Rent was insanely high. I was working for the government. Yeah. So decided to move back here. I quarantined here with my parents um, just down the road back in Plano and um, just felt the Lord calling me back home. I moved back here and started working at a nonprofit and was the communications director there. Worked there for about a year and a half and actually just recently transitioned to the corporate world, which is very new to me, very strange, very not necessarily my personality, but am growing and learning it and um, becoming a well-rounded human being. So I work at the Richards Group now as a brand supervisor and I'm in charge of the Charles Schwab account. There you go. Wow. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. position. Thank yeah. you. Exciting. Now, before we dive into the rest of your life, um, there's... Others in your family that people know. There so are give, give others? Us little, give us a little joking. update on where Diego is and where your parents <laughs> yes. are. Yes. So Diego graduated, I think, 
two years after I did, maybe 2017. Yeah. Um, and he went to Baylor with me. It's actually funny. He was the his whole life. He was like, I'm going to to UT. I'm going to Austin. I'm going to UT. And I was like, dude, you're not gonna go to a place where you're not at school with me. We've gone to school together oh. forever. And Diego's my very best friend. And so when he was applying to schools, he applied to UT and applied to Baylor. And I was like, come on, God, I know you're there. <laughs> I know you're here. Um, so Diego went four years with me to Baylor, which Love was it. amazing. Love it. Loved it. And Fine. he graduated in 2019 and just went to, he's at the Kanakuk Institute right now. Or I guess he graduated in 2020. Gosh, okay. I'm not, not a numbers girl. That's okay. okay. More words. But um, he's working. He's at the Kanakuk Institute in Missouri, graduates in April, and is going to come back to Dallas, hopefully, so... Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. And then Marino and BB? They're down the street, still living it up here. Um, they're doing great. My mom is working um, campaign stuff. Mm-hmm. And my dad actually just recently retired. He was a Delta pilot uh, for 32 years. So. What's, wow. What's he going to do retired? He oh, he's is... going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He has already, I, I tell it all the time, it's so yeah. funny. He, he loves to work and does not like sitting down. Yeah. And so he has already taken down the fence in the backyard and re-put up the fence, taken out all of the, um, like the hose, um, the sprinkler system at the house yeah. and re-put it back of in. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. But they're actually, yes, he, he, yes. So they're building a beach house. So that's his pride and joy right now. Love it. That's incredible. Yeah. Everyone's wow. doing really, really well. So the other thing we were talking about is, um, there's politics in your blood. There is. And you kind of have the little political kind of itch now that I you want to start scratching and start thinking about it. What would you say to to people your generation, right? Because mm-hmm. when I, you know, I've, I've had a passion for politics my whole life. Um, and I think as, as the older you get, you see more and more people get involved in politics. Um, you see them vote. You see them mm-hmm. right, be responsible. But young people, right? It's just kind of like a it's a it's a non-issue, and especially for your generation now, uh, it seems to be almost a, a topic that people don't even want to bring up. So, what would you say to young people who are listening, your age, about why getting involved in understanding right the political realm is important? Mm-hmm. Sure. So that's actually one of my biggest passions is this next generation and getting them, you know, back on track and back excited about you know who we are as Americans, mm-hmm. who we are as Christians. Um, even as Texans, you know, it's it's important. And it, if we lose this next generation, I like to say we're up a creek without a paddle and a boat um, because we are the next generation of leaders. Yeah. And it's important for us to know what's going on in the world um, and also be passionate about it because it does directly affect us. And it's funny that you say that because, you know, we're now seeing the rise in gas prices and everyone who's paying for their own gas now is like, oh, my gosh. Yep. This you is know, a lot. This is a lot. This is crazy. Like, when it affects your when it starts books, affecting right? yes. you, you start paying attention. And like student loans, people start yes. paying attention. And yeah. uh, it's been ingrained in my blood since I can remember. Uh, you know, I always like to say my family is, they're Cuban immigrants. And um, they actually had to escape communism to come to this country. Yep. And um, they faced many, many trials, you know, hiding in caves for weeks on end without knowing where their family was. Um fighting against a communist regime. I mean, things that I couldn't even imagine doing at 15 years old. Um, And so that has instilled in me such a passion for fighting for what I believe in, standing on my convictions. And uh, most kids grew up listening to, you know, Disney tales. There's still Disney movies that I haven't even seen in English because we grew up listening to, hey, your grandma came here uh, your grandpa came here with a hundred dollars sewn into his underwear. Like he had no idea, didn't speak the language. They both would go watch movies to learn how to speak English mm-hmm. and then work their way up um, and truly have the American dream, you know, yeah. instilled in us. And yeah. so um, it's been very important. And I think that it's something that um, 
you know, our generation needs to be passionate about from a very early age, not just when it starts affecting you. Very good. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So for those who don't, I, I, I'm not, I, we've talked about a lot of people when they see your name, they'll click on it, right? I wonder where <laughs> Audrey is and what's click going big. on. Um, <laughs> right, but for those who don't know you, right, what's your family connection to politics? Sure. So my uncle is actually the senator of Texas. Um, Ted Cruz in D.C. ran for president in 2016. Um he was the Solicitor General of Texas before that and has been in the Senate now for, I think, um, eight-ish, eight nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been campaigning for him as long as I can remember. Um, it's actually funny. We, uh, my, my parents have always taken us to vote, even when we were babies. Yep. And so they took us to vote um, during the Bush campaign. And Diego and I were wearing our raised right T-shirts, and we were all in tow. My parents had pictures, and uh, they put on our I voted stickers on Diego and I, of course, as, you know, small babies. We did not vote, but we were there. And my mom asked us, it's on video, it's so cute. We're outside of the Carrollton Library, and she says, okay, who did we just vote for? And Diego and I were like, T.O. Ted, T.O. Ted. She was like, close, very close. (laughs) Not really, but it was great. It was very cool. You know, once we turned 18, he was the first person we ever got to vote for. So That's amazing. What a great um, story and history of your family and where you are. Um, I I absolutely love that. Is there something that, okay, you come from a family who is in politics, Mm -hmm. but what, is there something that sparked you? Was there a certain incident, a certain book, a certain something Mm -hmm. that you were like, I am passionate about this because of this? Like, was there something that just really ignited your love for politics? Sure. So really just my family story, and I guess, you know, taking it back to high school, um, our mini-mester trips and actually getting to go. So I went to Cuba all four years. Um, and one of the most incredible things was the first time I ever went to Cuba was my freshman year of high school. And I had grown up hearing these stories of my family uh, and our history and the legacy that my grandparents have left us. But um, seeing that on my own, separated from my family, was so humbling and it was just incredible. Yeah. Um, and so that moment, really, I was like, okay, wow. It really put it into perspective. It really um, sat me back and I, I got to witness firsthand the stories that, my, that I grew up with. Um, and so really that moment on, I was like, wow, this is something that I definitely want to be involved in. Um, and of course, moving out to DC, you kind of get uh, immersed in it fully. So yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What would you say to a person um, who has no understanding, right? They don't even know where to start. They feel overwhelmed. I don't even know who represents me. I don't yeah. know what the issues are. Um, what's step one? Step one is, you know, honestly, Google search. Okay. <laughs> Google search, get involved. Um, I know that there's a lot of groups out there of young, you know, young Republicans um, meeting at the Petroleum Club in Dallas. And there's there's a lot of groups of people, you know, wanting to get together, wanting to be involved, okay. you know, whether that be meeting for a coffee and just sitting down and learning. I mean, feel free to reach out to me if you, 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 you want to learn. I like I, I'm, yeah. I'm a big proponent of um, finding community and people that are like-minded. So... And asking questions. Asking ask questions. Ask questions. Find the people who are asking in it questions. and ask oh, a lot yeah. of questions. There's no dumb question. You know, I had um, roommates in college that didn't even know what my uncle did for work. And I got to, you know, to start there, start from ground zero of, hey, these are, you know, you have two senators. These are your representatives. And um, also a big proponent of taking a trip out to D.C. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I was yes. talking about mini-master, right? So mm-hmm. um, I was just on the Austin mini-master trip, and, and we took our group of students to the Capitol, uh, walked them around the Capitol because I've got a good friend who works down there in the governor's office, and so they got to see all the different things. And um, it was interesting, though, fascinating to see how bored they were mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Seriously, being in the capital, yeah. right? And it's just like, I mean, like no interest at all. Um, and I was, you know, I was, it's not like uh, because it's my interest, I want it to be your interest. Right. But I, as a young person, it's like, I want you to be interested because if you're not going to be involved, then that means that somebody else is going to be making decisions that affect your life. And, and you don't know who those somebody else's are. Exactly. You don't know if they've been trained in a biblical worldview. You don't know what their relationship is, right? And so it's it's just that concept of if, if Christians aren't going to be involved, we're allowing other people who have different views and values than we do to dictate right how our country runs. Right, so exactly. It's, it's and I sad. think I think that brings up a great point of you know staying true to who you are and mm-hmm. staying true to your roots and really what you believe in and um, not letting that biblical worldview kind of stray off when you go into the world. Um, I went to private school my entire life, graduated from private college, um, and I really had more of a worldly college experience in D.C. um, in the sense of not everybody went to church. Mm -hmm. And that was really eye-opening for me, and not everyone believed the same way that I did. Granted, you know, here even at Prestonwood, people didn't believe the same way that I did, but um, we were rooted on the same foundations. And so going out um, into the world that was really when I started to make my faith my own. You know, people say, you make your faith your own in college. Well, it was kind of, you know, the same thing that I grew up in here at Prestonwood over at Baylor. And um, leaving and going to D.C., it was really, really making my faith my own. Sitting in church by myself, um, you know, having those hard conversations and telling people, you know, oh, my gosh, what? You you don't, like, let me let me teach you. Let me talk to you about Jesus. Yep. And, and it's, it's funny. Um, I always go back to this, but Mr. Lee's class, I remember senior year, he was like, you're going to call me, you're going to call me. And I was like, I, Mr. Lee, like your class was great, but let's be honest, like, I think I'm fully equipped. Like there's not a question that I have. And sure enough, once I moved out to DC, I, I was like, I sent him an email and I said, Hey, Mr. Lee, I can't wait for your next, when, your next class when you have to read this to your classmates, but here I am reaching out to you. Oh. I have a question Aww. about this, this, and this, but, um, yeah, it's really funny how everything kind of comes full circle. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So speaking of your time here at PCA, what do you remember about it? Like, what, oh, what are man. your... What do I remember? Yeah, what were you involved in? What were you involved what in? Were, yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, remember, so, we're not editing this, so... I know. Gosh, what, what was I involved in? <laughs> no, um, I cheered while I was here. I did musical musicals. I was in theater. I was a PCA singer with um, Mr. Rutherford. Yeah. And so I sang an all-school worship. Um, I got involved in as many things as I could be involved in, um, which was really, really great. And, and I think Prestonwood has um, just so many resources for you to do whatever you want to do and kind of try out different things. And that was one of the things I remember most. Um, but Mini Mister was by far, I still, I mean, I talk about it to this day. I'm like, mm. okay, so my high school, we actually took two weeks of spring break. <laughs> and the first week we would go out on mission trips. And that's something that, so cool. you know, not very many people get that experience. And that was just really incredible um and okay so as a young adult you know you've been on out living on your own like you're separate from high school and college what is some advice you would give to the young adult right now just trying to get into their next career um they may have already had some you know past past career job or whatever Mm -hmm. um but what would you give advice to it was like just an encouragement and finding their way and, you know, getting connected with the people that they need to be connected with. Sure. 
Um, so I think the biggest thing is to just stay rooted. Remember who you are. Remember where you came from. Um, but also don't be afraid to ask the hard questions and don't be afraid to try a lot of different things. So, I mean, I graduated in 2019 from university and I've already, I'm on my third job. Um, and it, you know, it takes trial and error to try to find your spot and try to find your little niche in the world. Yeah. And it is out there. Um, and so even on those days where um, there's a lot of uncertainty, just know that, you know, God is there and God has a plan and his plan is perfect and far more perfect than we could ever think or imagine. Um, and I, I was very, very humbled by that. You know, once I thought that I was going to be in D.C. for a very, very long time and mm-hmm. the pandemic came around and I, the Lord called me back to Texas. I mean, I knew I was going to end up here because there's no place greater. But <laughs> um, it just takes a lot of time. And so staying rooted in who you are in the word um, and not veering from that. I mean, it, it's hard. It's 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 a hard path, you know, but there is encouragement in knowing that you are right where you need to be, even when you don't think that you are. Absolutely. There's so much truth in that. Um, okay. So tell us about some of your dreams and what are you working on as for like moving forward? You've shared a little bit earlier and I want to talk about it now. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a lot of dreams and aspirations. It's funny. I've, I've always gone through three different things. Um, even when I was in high school, I was like, well, there's three things that I want to do, (laughs) but right now I'm currently writing a book. Um, on my family and my family story and um, things that I'm passionate about, which is, you know, getting out and voting and yep. tying it all back into politics. I'm Love very, it. very passionate about politics. Um, also want to end up starting a podcast um, at some point just to relate to people, you know, mm-hmm. um, and relate to people my age and, and being the person that someone can rely on just, just like a friend, you know, because you're right. It is hard Absolutely. to get involved in things um, when you don't know where to start. So um, want to be that voice for others and um, just that shoulder for people to lean on. What else am I doing? Writing a book, podcast. And starting another career. Oh, starting, yeah, starting, another career. starting a new career. <laughs> just That's doing all the things. Yeah. That's <laughs> actually, awesome. Yeah, so I actually did just recently start a small business on the side too. Oh, um, cool. I do charcuterie, so Ooh. shameless plug for anybody who needs Love a charcuterie Hey, we'll board. take it. Yeah. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. Those are fun hobbies. And things we'll, yeah, we'll, put, we'll put in the show notes how to get a hold of her. Oh, yes. yeah, so yeah. So we can there you find go. you or follow you or kind of pay attention to what's wow, going to come out. thank you guys. That's awesome. You can follow her on Instagram. Yeah. Definitely. Um, okay, I want to go back to high school one more second. So, um, walk in the halls of PCA. What would you say to the student who um, is here right now and they're taking, you know, Mr. Lee's apologetics class and, you know, doing all these other activities? What would you say um, to them as an encouragement? Either it's a moment not to forget or, and what what's your advice to them? So, I feel like we go through life wishing for the next Mm -hmm. season. Um, And, you know, you're in high school, you can't wait to graduate, you can't wait to go to college, you can't wait to find your husband, get married, have kids, and you miss out on the now. Um, And I think that looking back at high school, I wish that I would have just sat down and said, okay, soak it in, you know, relish this moment. Um, Prestonwood was so incredible for me. Um, I look back at times when I would I would have lunch weekly with Miss Leininger. Um, we would go get our nails done. Um, Doctora was one of my favorite people on the planet where I could just, you know, pop into her classroom and either cry or laugh or, um, you know, just have those deep conversations with and, and hear leaning into your teachers and those people that really are sewing into your life more than you think that they are. Um, 
I have cherished those moments and those memories forever. Um, And, you know, growing up and hearing, meeting people and meeting community outside of Preston Wood, um, a lot of people don't have that experience. And so really, really sitting in the moment and um, looking around and and, and just cherishing it for what it is and leaning into your um, teachers, your professors, your classmates, um, you know, Friday night football, it, that th- these things go so quickly. Yeah. yeah That's good advice really for do. wherever you are, right? Wherever you are, be all there. Yeah. Be yes. all there. Just good. Don't wish it away. Love it. I love that too. Man, Audrey, thank you so much oh gosh, for being here and being on our podcast and coming back. And yeah, it's maybe honestly we'll be guest on her podcast. I know. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Well, um, we really appreciate it. And to all of our alumni and parents and students, whoever's listening, like we always welcome you back. We love having you back on campus. We love seeing faces. Um, and we are always praying for you guys. And oh. we're going to be praying that, you know, your next steps and the things that you want to do. The book and the podcast. The Super the successful. Podcast. Looking forward to it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, I appreciate it. And I, I know I was telling you guys this earlier, but it's it's so amazing that you're doing this because it is fun to, you know, look back and listen to see where everybody is in different seasons of their life. Because, I mean, we were all babies when we were here. So it's crazy to watch everyone grow up and get married and have careers, um, but this is really incredible. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. Thanks, Audrey. Thank you for joining us today on Life Talk, where we talk about life while encouraging and equipping you to live out the truth of God's word. Until next time, let your life talk.